Hello, this is Quasimoto. Uh, I, I'm deaf, but I can still listen to the map report. It sings to me. I'm so hideous. Don't look at me. Just listen to the map report. <laughs> I love it so much. Map. Let my home back in Omaha. See if I can make it out in the world. And I got as far as Wichita. Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore. Lost all my friends in Los Angeles. I'm not welcome in New York But I must stop back in Omaha Where the fans, they always crying out for God In that case, welcome to member point number 46 September 6, 2006 What's going on, everybody out there? Boy, do we have... And it is everybody out there. Boy, do we have a lot of people to say hello to out there. Um, hey, everybody. We want to say hi to all of the people coming from Instant Media. You guys are instant, and your media, and your people that we like. So welcome to the Report family. This is our little show about emus and things like that. We want to thank everyone for listening. We want to thank all of our older subscribers, our newer subscribers, everybody. So major props to Yoni Newman, who sends us an email saying that his claim to fame in the Mep universe... He sent us fair. an emu mimul saying that his claim to fame in the Met universe. Email emu, by the way, just just for the record, I'm putting it out there. That's our new campaign. Can we do that Start collectively? Email emus. Oh, okay. Just right. anybody. Everybody should do it. That'll be the sign <laughs> okay. that you're in the map clan. If hey, you start did calling you email emu? emus. Yeah. yeah, we'll get there in the It'll be like the Masons. Think about how much more fun you would have at work if you just so like, much were emo. sitting around talking about the emus. That would be Dude, so much more fun. Automatically. I've got like 200 emus to go through. I can't. I can't. <laughs> exactly. We'll go get coffee later. And everybody's just sort of looking uh, at them. And this would totally be this would totally be a new sort of like Mason secret society. You know, you have you have secret handshakes or if you're a Freemason. So here you just have a secret comment of how emails are called. And it's an emu. It makes perfect exactly. sense to me. Can you, can, yeah. can you just emu it? Just email. It. I, can you I can't. Send me the emu, okay? Just but send me an emu about it. We want to thank. To it later. We want to thank That's everyone great. listening. We want to thank Yoni Newman, who says that his claim emo. to fame is that he introduced Blake Richards emo. to the show, and Blake is the guy who uh, put us in a Wikipedia article. So we want to thank. So that's cool. And he's reporting from Poland, where he says he's doing a film, and then he's going back I'm to Canada. I'm verifying that right now. Where people don't he have might opinions. Not be in Poland. So I have to ask a couple questions about this. Number one, you're in Poland doing a film, and then you're coming back to Canada, and you he says he hasn't gotten his MEP fix. So if I'm in Poland and I really need a MEP fix, I think I'm a MEP fan at that point, right? Can we officially say that this guy is dedicated if he's in Poland Aren't doing a film? in Poland? And he wants a film? I don't think they're allowed to listen there. I Why not? That's the it issue. wouldn't surprise me. What, what do they have yeah. against us? Lech Walesa, not a big fan. We're, we're, not that we're all about solidarity. Anymore, but. Dude, we're totally about the workers. We're about workers and, and people who um, All right. Well, do if you're things. in Poland and you like us, you know, send us an emu. 
<laughs> there That's you right. go. That's fine. Get on, get on the computer, type up a little emu, send it to us. So It'll big shout good. out to Yoni Newman and Fantastic. everyone else who's listening to us. And here we are. We're all here. So, yep. you know so yeah. we are here. one of these days, I'm going to have a live bird in a box at my doorstep. And people are going to be like, don't complain. You asked for it. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. You and you'll be obligated to raise it. You raise it as your own at that point. It'll be like oh, responsibility. But then we can rotate it around. We could send it across the country. It could be the, the house emu. It would be like a house band. We could have it on the mic every week and then mail it from one place yeah. to the other. We could take up a collection fund, send our emu to a zoo for like two weeks so one of us can sleep. Somehow, it would be fantastic. I don't think my glorious life as a bachelor would survive very long if my apartment smelled like emu shit. So that would be a problem. Well, you're out, your apartment's already be been a jungle. You have to go so. outside. Yeah. You walk the emu and have it go outside yeah. do its business. Dude, if Story can walk you his cat, you apartment. can certainly walk your emu. Seriously. You know? Come on. There's a reason that they're called foul, okay? I didn't make that. It's because yeah. they smell bad. Listen to the pun. They're not great. It's it's actually true. I, as someone who's raised ducks in the past, it's it's totally true. So why don't you put an emu on a shirt instead? I'm wearing my right. MEP shirt today. I know for a fact neither of you guys have any MEP merchandise. So I have to get a MEP merchandise. I'm wearing my emu shirt proudly. I wore it to work. I wore it to work where I was placed on, like, a 19th subcommittee and then a 25th sub-subcommittee. <laughs> I am I love my job. I want to just preface by saying I love my job. But if What's I get up, placed on job? one more godforsaken committee, <laughs> hey, man. I may have to leave. Academics I may have to know all about committee committees. On relocation of my own. Come Is on, there story. anything less effective than a committee in the world? Is there any way to not get stuff done faster, harder, and with more paper than through a committee? Honest to God. Well, if you're, in the bureaucracy, if you're in the White House, are you kidding? You can get things done less efficiently. You're like the token bureaucrat of the MEP report. Right. That's what you I do. Mean, you're good at it. But yeah. Don't deny you're good at it. Your middle name I'm is hierarchy. Paperwork. Okay. <laughs> I'm not arguing with paperwork. Hierarchy, I'm sure. No, <laughs> I'm fine with paperwork. I, I like paperwork. I like pushing papers. But through a committee, work does not get done in a committee. People stare at each other and wonder why they have to work for a living in a committee. That's well, all that happens. This, That's all this is why socialism do. is going to be good. Yeah, because it's just a socialism giant committee. Socialism is nothing about committees. But see, the reason is it's all about committee. No. It's socialism it's is totally about not committees. Democracy is about committees. You've read you Animal Farm in America. Have you read Animal Farm story? I know you have, and all of it is about I committees. Then why would you Co ask? Committee after committee, because I wanted to set you up. <laughs> But sorry, the problem yeah. is the thing with committees. Here's the thing with committees. I, I am on several myself because I'm an academic. So what is that proof? here's the thing about committees. Right. Okay, all of these committees never have exciting enough names. Okay, so I'm on a committee that's called the Admissions and Academic Standing Committee, and it's like, eh, it's okay, but it's not particularly exciting. Now, if you had the, the way that they used to do it in, let's say, Star Trek and the Klingon Empire, was they made I think it was Romulans actually. They made people sub commanders. So they were like, you're a sub commander of X. Now, if you're a sub commander, rather than a subcommittee member, all of a sudden it starts taking on a different status. So if you're on the committee to yeah, crush like poverty in the inner board. city, that's more exciting than being on the pushing papers subcommittee. You see what I'm saying? You just need no, a title. No, no. Can we go back to where I'm... Like, I'm a commander, you're a subcommander. That means you do whatever I say. So that means if you're I'll a subcommander, you're worse than just the commander. ordinary member. It's like <laughs> we go. have commanders, we have committee members, and then we have subcommanders who like mop the floor. Oh, well, no. See, I They're was thinking that everybody. I was going to get an underwater boat commission to my command. <laughs> exactly, subcommander. That's where I was going with the oh, subcommander. Oh, a subcommander. Subcommander Clayton. Yeah. 
But no, Man, seriously, story. Right, that's what exactly. you need to do. You, you're very good at doing. You do the highlights and the labeling for all of our shows. Why don't you just come up with some cool original names for the committees? I think that'd be easy to do. What does it do? I still have to sit there for hours doing nothing. But you could, could be working. That's true. Which you love. Except paperwork. I could be doing paperwork, which I love, and which actually, remarkably, compared to committees, gets a lot done. But instead, okay, well, I sit in a committee and stare at other boring members of the committee, and story. we talk about how to set up this committee so that in three months it might get something done. All right, well, let story. me ask what this. What are we, ridiculous. if not a committee that does podcasting? Or a comedy committee. What are we? Okay, but we don't try to do anything. If we did, we would sit around <laughs> looking at each other going, why the hell haven't we already gotten something uh, done? Brilliant. But if we were a committee, so, we would cancel the point. show, go offline, <laughs> and spend three hours talking about how we need to plan so that in 2009 we can get something done. We're actually, super, instead of actually splitting yeah. up and doing something. We're like, okay? we're like, so we wouldn't solution. have registered a website. We wouldn't have spoken into microphones. We wouldn't even know what a microphone was. There would be a I'd special like to form subcommittee a committee to study of just the two of you and my cat <laughs> to find out what a microphone is. It's what is a microphone? And I'm going to give Greg the floor here because I think one time he read about something written by Mike, a guy named Mike, and we're going to talk about that for a little while. It's so it's so true. Well, that's it. So the secret to our efficiency is that we're not doing anything deliberately. So if we went into the committee going, we're not going to get anything done here. Great. We're super efficient at getting nothing done. I mean, that's 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 exactly. the key. You know? No, they actually say that. Sometimes in these committees they say that. They're like, well, this is great. At least we're, we're really well set up to do something later. And we haven't done anything yet, but that's great. I, we really laid the foundations and the groundwork, I think. I think we really got... Well, isn't that like the life of Brian, where the guy the guy's talking about, you know, you're right, We've this calls for decisive action. I immediately move for a vote to discuss the situation. Yes, yes, we must move quickly to vote on what's going to happen next, you know? But seriously, story, what, what is your committee supposed to do? Like, what's, what's, <laughs> yes, the, what's the theoretical the vitally, goal? The historically accurate life of Brian. Life I know. Of Brian. What is your goal? What is it supposed <laughs> Greg, to do? how did you become a professor? Honest to God. <laughs> your historical references are all from the 70s yeah. or 70s movies. Don't you know he teaches at Aragorn School of Monty Python? This That's is why I'm not a uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm not a I'm not a history does, professor, fortunately. Fantasy, fantasy literature. Uh, let's see. I have a committee to uh, prepare the city of San Francisco for disaster, or prepare our portion of it for disaster, um, which is actually a vaguely productive committee. I was recently, and today I would have been even more scornful of committees, but today I got myself off of the party planning committee for the entirety of my institution. <laughs> that would have been perfect for which, you. Yeah, You're such the party with my planning committee. I actually went to like four meetings, and then I was like, I've got to get out of this, okay? There's actual work. I'm getting paid by the hour. And Everyone's you're like, like what about me. alcohol? And it meant like three times a week. It went. Yep. It meant way more than the disaster planning committee. That's like, uh, <laughs> we're expected to provide uh, 20th of the city of San Francisco with all services for five days in case of disaster because the federal government will be absent. Uh, let's meet once every two weeks. And then the party planning committee Story. is like, let's meet two and a half times a week. Do you we'll want to be two depressed? Times one week, and then three times the next week. Right. Do you want to like, be depressed, uh, or do you want to celebrate yeah. parties? The whole point is when there's a disaster, you want to plan a yeah. party so that you don't think about the disaster. It all makes sense <laughs> to me. Who wants to sit around exactly. talking about earthquakes uh, and hurricanes when you could talk about, you know, dancing and fun and barbecues? And Are you going to say this I is like, why Katrina happened? Because they were so focused on Mardi Gras? I, I, just I didn't like say it, idea. but... Uh, Story sitting around in a room, and his job is to think about 
What kind of rum drinks go with a Caribbean theme? <laughs> <laughs> no, Star, everyone else brings up the drinks, and Starry keeps coming up with, uh, how about Dance Dance Revolution? Everyone just stares at him. And he's like, yeah. uh, um, Actually, the plan, the plan for this one was a disco dance on Treasure Island in October. So that's, that's what we were working with. Uh, I'm and sorry. I'm on, I don't on what? think about this anymore. On Treasure Island? <laughs> what? Treasure Island is an actual name of an actual location here in San Francisco. It's halfway between San Francisco and, and Oakland. It's right. The Bay Bridge actually crosses right over it, which is about the only way anyone gets there. And there's going to be a disco dance on Treasure Island. Adjacent to Alcatraz? Yeah. Like it's close to Alcatraz, yeah. Don't get lost. Far. It's not adjacent. <laughs> what are you doing here? But, I'm here for uh, the dance. Where you go, oh, here's the you party. If you Alcatraz, <laughs> you like win the greatest prize of all time. It's like, well, you could go to prison or Treasure Island, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, let me ask this Pretty then. Pretty much. That's what we do all the time on the freeway. We're like, Alcatraz or Treasure Island. Alcatraz or Treasure Island. So, you, Story, yeah. you wanted Wouldn't to be, be off the committee. every courtroom in America when you were going to be sentenced to somewhere and you were in the Bay Area, that they had to, like, flip <laughs> this giant coin. And if it was heads, you'd go to Alcatraz. Everyone in the court's like, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. <laughs> please, please. Treasure Although Island. Although, in our... <laughs> in our disaster prep committee, we've discovered that Alcatraz is actually a lot safer than Treasure Island. Treasure Island in a major earthquake expected to sink, perhaps entirely. Alcatraz, it's the rock. It's going to be fine. It'll be so, fine. That's great. We'll keep know, our prisoners the then. Catch. That's Sto the one catch. Story, why would you yeah, want to be exactly off a committee yeah. that has a planned, that is planning a party where you get to do a disco dance? Well, am I missing something here? You get to do a disco dance I on Treasure disco. Island? Did you not know this? Well, but you I like, like dancing. Dance. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, I hate the disco. But I mean, that's like saying, you know, I like heads. Oh, you'll love the beheading committee. You know, it's like it's something that totally undermines and takes <laughs> away from everything that is meant. And skulls. I see. <laughs> exactly. You could just redefine it. I really it. like to think, well, we'll put you on the guillotine right away. That'll but be you great. realize that, you know, that's well, like. you'll like the defenestration committee. <laughs> exactly. You realize that in getting off the disco committee, you have permanently ceded the possibility of that being changed. Like, you could have fought to have a change to, like, the Counting Crows dance committee. And now it's permanently going to be in the no, hands of people lost. who think that the world begun and end with Earth, Wind, oh, and that's Fire. That's why you quit. You know? It's because you're a quitter. You're just like, you don't like my Pirates exactly. of the Caribbean motif, so I, I quit. And I'm quitter. going back to other committees. It's, that's the way he is with the democracy. True. He's I'm lost 750 consecutive no, it, elections in America where the guy he voted for never gets elected, so he got tired of it and he bailed out in the United States. It all fits. It's perfect. It's the same kind of thing. Right, except up. that I haven't voted, and the first time I'll vote is in November. But sure, okay. you know, close <laughs> really, enough. is that true? Really, that is true. You're, yeah, well, you, you know, unless I die before them. Well, uh, have we have we mentioned this on the map report? Why not? Let's go for broke. Let's go for it. So I am a felon, and uh, oh, yeah, that's why. Holla, all the felons why. out there. Now the statute felon. <laughs> Because I'm a felon. And the statute you have of limitations to go court? has or now just, run out. Oh, oh, I'm not I officially see. a felon. I'm not technically a felon in the dictionary definition because I didn't get caught. I didn't get uh, brought to trial. Right. But I am uh, someone who has committed a felony and the statute of limitations has expired, which in some ways means that I'm forever a felon, but in other ways means that uh, <laughs> I never... Never have to pay. I mean, that's how they write about this. That'd be a great uh, the song name. Before anyone forever gets a too felon. freaked out. Forever felon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that's me. Not a felon. Felon. Uh, so before, I know yeah, what it before was. you call your there was a local woman, police, there was a woman being raped, oh, and God. you refused to yeah. kill the guy that was raping her. <laughs> oh no! And so they convicted you. 
of the uh, right. Good Samaritan Law. I'm actually like an Seinfeld. episode of Seinfeld. Right. <laughs> that's true. My life does not exist. I am I am Kramer. That's that's who I really. You were am. caught as an accessory no. to drug um, use because of your long hair. Exactly. That okay. now that's close to the truth, and you might think. However, uh, the actual the actual crime for which I was not convicted and not caught, and the statute of limitations has expired, is failure to register with the Selective Service uh-huh. of the United States of America, which okay. for 49 percent of the population is a felony. For 51 percent of the population, is um, not something they're expected to do. You're so referring to cripples, have, right? Yes, and exactly. Yes, Right. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, also known as women. Yes, it's actually oh, women. women. Oh, right. Yes, great. <laughs> and, and I'd like to right. apologize now so, on behalf of the MEP report for claiming that 50% of the population was cripples, uh, that women are cripples. That's not well, a claim. We'd like speaking. to apologize okay, for fine. everything Russ says, but, but yeah, that would fine. take too long. Yeah, you can. So, <laughs> retroactive. It's retroactive yeah. for everything. He just quitters. <laughs> right. Reparations. Okay. Russ is going to pay you all reparations for it, so just email your request to us at metreport.com and he'll get right back to you with a check absolutely yeah so see i thought that you might have to go before a court to re-enfranchise yourself but apparently not which is kind of sad why did you think that i mean i was never caught you knew that right all they did was send me hate mail and they don't try that i knew they used to try people for this crime but when they instituted it in the 80s after the vietnam war they got rid of the draft entirely for a while and then they reinstituted uh the selective service in the early 80s and they started trying people for a couple years and they noted that in every county where there was a public trial whatever the outcome was whether they sentenced the person to death or sent them to jail or let them off scot-free or the jury nullified <laughs> uh, the number of known non-registered whatever happened <laughs> that, whatever I don't think it was uh, that. the ss did ss for selective service Whatever happened with the SS after that? <laughs> um, the I'm just casually refer to them as SS with no that's what I do, man. Good. Yes. Now you're the a felon. number of non. <laughs> it's true. It's Same SS? basic principle. How Forced violence for no reason. Good. For the promotion of nationalism. Uh, so anyway, same underlying principle. I'm telling you, no, no difference. Yeah. So anyway. Maybe slightly more racism in the U.S. No, no. Probably a little God, more. come on it's now. Close. Anyway, the point is that wherever they tried people, the number of known non-registrants tripled. So the impact of having <laughs> these public trials was to make people realize they didn't have to register, and they didn't want to register, and then they stopped registering. So they stopped trying people, and instead unconstitutionally took away their federal financial aid without ever having to try them. Which is what they tried to do to you. They got lots of hate mail. Which they tried to do to you, except that Brandeis... Right. They tried to do to me... But Brandeis blew them off. I was on a scholarship at Brandeis combined with a a bunch of financial aid, and I appealed my case to Brandeis. See, this I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk about publicly. All right. Well, then it's okay. I mean, I'll go for it. It was years ago. No, it's fine. No, I mean, we've already already let it out. What are they going to yeah. do? Gonna basically, go. said basically strike force. Brandeis said... <laughs> We're mad at you. Right. Yeah. $100,000, Brandeis said please. they would make up for the... Right. So Brandeis said they would fund my financial aid directly without processing a FAFSA and circumvent the whole federal requirement that to get financial aid money. But it wasn't federal financial aid money, so they weren't committing anything wrong. But so it, one of the appeals board upheld my case, and I got to continue to go to college. It is great. one of my favorite stories, though, anyway, about Brandeis in yeah. general, because I was just like, it was the greatest, you know, big F you to the federal government. Like, Brandeis was just like, you know what? No. Yeah, how about this? How about you do this? Private property. Oh, you, you like private property, don't you? Oh, we're a private institution. We'll do what we want. Thank you. Have a nice day. I was just like, good, good. Yeah. Because it was it's so true. ridiculous. Because I, I remember you going through that. I an emu to the feds too yep 
Yeah. That's right. So, and it was hand you. that emu was hand delivered in a laptop computer by an Israeli strike force. So it all came together. They just they just parachuted in. True. They went to, to I guess at the time this it was Bill Clinton's office. The case. And then they went to him and they handed him the thing and they said here. And he's like, "Okay, I see." Yeah. Jews aren't so bad now. All of a sudden they're harboring felons and saving you from the federal government. And then I they were like, the why Jews are we helping all. Story Clayton? Is he Jewish? And they're like, never mind. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm like, what You're are you, what are you saying? <laughs> yes, because Israel equals all Jews. No. The Zionist government no. equals stands for all Jews. Clearly not true. Sure. That's no, accurate. Obviously not. Clearly not true. Um, but anyway, so, yeah. wow. That's so cool. now the statute of limitations has run out, and I've decided to uh, take up a provisional social contract with my alleged country and try to vote in their elections and pad the Green Party standings. So this November Hilarious. will be the debut of Story Clayton in the ballot box. Story Clayton, actually, voting member. Actually, it will be the second time Story Clayton has been in, in the ballot box. I actually voted when I was 12. I filled out my mom's ballot in 1992. I was going to say, that's you when know, you were first a convicted kid, of a felony. Right. <laughs> you impersonated an adult in an election and they arrested you. Story's life is just a patchwork yeah, of felonies that, that nobody knows about. And then there was the time you ripped criminal. a styrofoam cup in four pieces, which is a felony that's never been taken off the books, and you're yeah. offended for that. We already have on file the time that you stole that's from true. a foreign vending machine and broke the That's law right. Oh, that's true. right. You could be extradited for that. That's, that's international law Hardly right there. a felony. Yes. <laughs> Grand we didn't take any Rolo. of the candy back across the border. The total value Grand of the candy Rolo? stolen Anyone? was at least Anyone? five pounds. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure that's extradition worthy. Yeah. That's fantastic. For more yeah. information on that, please refer to the Hangersmith highlight of the report. his balls. <laughs> he stole candy. We hate him. Sorry, I'm, I'm yeah. channeling no. 11 months ago. Carry so, on. Well, congratulations, <laughs> story, and, and everything that's else. Fantastic. Oh, while we're on the congratulations front, yeah. we have a birthday to celebrate, and we would like to wish I, Russell Gruberman... Can we sing? A birthday. Yeah, All right, you ready? Is. Greg? Yeah. It's, One, it's Roger two, Waters' three. birthday. Happy, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. All right. Happy Thank you. Happy birthday, Russell. Happy birthday. Great. Good job. You're 27 years old. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Birthday <laughs> with lag. Singing with yeah. lag is this always ent- fun. <laughs> That's right. This enters the uh, six-month period of the year. Some people know of it as fall and winter. I know of it as the time that Russ and I are different ages. <laughs> then in February, Russ and I will be the same age again. Right. And uh, sadly, Greg just misses sharing any of these times with Russ and myself. That's correct. Yeah, I actually, my birthday is in a week and a half, but I'm not quite so. in the yeah, not quite in the same year camp as you guys are. Yeah. So, I've got to say, 27 Greg, does not feel different than any other. You age. are my father. Uh, <laughs> all right. No, that's impossible. <laughs> no, but uh, so yeah, what is it you're saying, Russ? What does it feel like yeah. to be 27? It doesn't feel. There's no feeling. I, I take, as you it's may no imagine, feeling. as somebody who You're doesn't just care very much about death, I also don't put a lot of significance <laughs> into birthdays. This should be a big shock. He's already to everybody. so old that he's gone numb. He's lost all feeling in his legs. Exactly. 27. Right. I remember oh, when I was 25. That was a great time. I don't just even celebrate. Off. I don't tell people it's my birthday and hope that they do things. I don't do any of these things. Um, I'm enjoying today. I like today very much. It's good. It's a spiritual thing, and I kind of feel like. That this is going to make me sound less like an atheist, but the, the universe <laughs> occasionally will Even provide cool things. Like I feel like it did last weekend, where I had like the most fun weekend I've had in maybe you know 20 years or something. 
going to my friend's wedding Good in Lord. Santa Barbara. And it was sort of provided just just in time for the birthday out of nowhere when I didn't really expect to do anything. So that was really great. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I went to a wedding uh, all weekend. It was an all-weekend-long wedding. It was like a Friday bachelor party, Saturday crazy festivity, Sunday wedding. wedding. I'm still recovering. That doesn't make any sense at all. I wouldn't know what that would be about at all. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Crazy exactly. Format. We're Story against crazy festivity weddings. Story weekend of festivities and <laughs> wiffle ball games. And the guy, or rather I should say uh, my friend's bride, her dad, just so you guys know. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Was the <laughs> you're, original... like, you're like the guy, or should I say my friend's bride? I was like, uh... Well, I was going to say the guy who paid for everything. Okay. So in other words, who is not the bride's father. Right, the guy who's not the bride right. himself, which would right. be really confusing. He was the original marketing director for Microsoft, and he coined the term Windows. So yeah, it wow. was fancy. If only there were some money involved. <laughs> <laughs> I know. If only he someone did for could have paid for this thing. Please tell he me you dropped you dropped the MEP report oh well. name a hundred times. Yeah. Please tell me you're like, well, you know the MEP report that in when I think of Microsoft, the MEP report. I think you should release it with Vista. It should be your your entertainment <laughs> exactly. program. It comes standard. Yeah. Yeah, well, all of a sudden we get dragged into a lawsuit. We're in a lawsuit. They're like, look, yeah. there's, we understand having Internet Explorer is part of the architecture of Windows. We don't understand why the MEP report has to pop up when we press the start menu. Like seriously, why is our cursor an emu? Why why is like Story's voice go, you know, go when we like, you know, start a program? Why is this necessary? <laughs> oh, we yeah. should totally make the map report desktop theme. That is so. That'd be awesome. That. Maybe great. somebody out that's there could do that for us. We got smart people idea. listening. If anyone out there wants there to make go. a map report Windows yeah, theme, you guys would kick ass. First person to do that gets a guest spot on the map report. If guaranteed. you right. are an instant media listener, like, feel free. I know we talk about this and we have messages, but, like, do feel free to call in because the last dude that called in threatened to set himself on fire if we didn't, <laughs> like, like him enough. That's true. And I just like to think that that's not the only effect we have on people that listen to the show. And we have put that, guests like, on here you before. You will have reactions then. David, who called Love in. Or I will set you on fire. Hopefully Yoni will get on true. here. We're going to get Yoni Newman on I've here. i got hopefully. a very Jeff. Got a Jeff flavor, so I want to I want to take the Jeff flavor out of my mouth through the uh, the call-in. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It wasn't perfect. I want to tell you guys a little story. Uh, I don't really know how to set this up, other than to say that I'm pretty sure that at one point in a former life I was a samurai warrior. I, I think I was. <laughs> Story and I are like, of I, course, I you know what? It that's occurs fine. to me, and I think by the end of my yeah, story, I, didn't I, even, you guys, I didn't even laugh. You like, guys yeah, are going to agree so. with me. <laughs> that this this I philosophy makes a lot of sense. I think both of you will agree with me about this philosophy that that samurais were really cool. Not only because everyone thinks samurais are cool because right. they do cool things <laughs> and they have swords and they don't you know use guns, but they kill people. All right, we know that they're right. cool. Yes. But there's another reason why they're cool that is less advertised than the normal reason. Every samurai, as far as I know, from what I've read, uh, that followed the bushido code, they had two swords. Right. The one sword was the katana, which was the cool sword. Then they had another sword, which I believe was called a wakazashi, and I'm, this is supposed to be true. Okay, waka, waka, waka. this was a short sword okay. that they carried in a you know a sheath next to their regular sword, and this was called like their honor sword. And basically, if at any point in time a samurai felt that he'd been dishonored or he'd committed a dishonorable act, he would commit right. seppuku, which is where he stabbed sure. himself in the abdomen with this uh, wakazashi. Yes, I think that we should use these swords now, all the time. <laughs> I think it makes sense. Is this why your weekend wasn't perfect? Because I mean, you were tempted to kill yourself with an well, honor sword? Because, yeah, because at some point I definitely wished that I had a wakazashi with me. And I would have just been like, I've been dishonored. <laughs> um, okay. I would have done that. What, here's what happened. We were at the uh, That would be really center. good for the show. 
Yes, that'd be great. <laughs> Started out like, welcome to the MEP report. Russ is dead after committing seppuku. And uh, how's everyone? And welcome! Oh, that's really it's funny. Done. I have a quick, witty joke about that. Yeah, I think I'm time to bleed to death. I might have still yeah. been able to be here for this show. <laughs> I took a sword in my guts. I'm not dead oh, yet. Oh, God. You're here okay. with the final moments of Russ. And coming up, the tape of the Crocodile Hunter. Okay. Oh, that poor yeah. guy. Seriously, I'm sorry ahead. about that, by the way. That poor guy. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, on you go. So we're at the wedding dinner, and when, you know, very few people are single people at a wedding. You bring people with you. There are a lot of couples. And so if you're single people, you sort of either gravitate towards each other or, like, push towards each other by all the stupid couples who are like, well, you should hang out with them because they're not with anybody, and that'll be great. So this was a little bit annoying. I didn't really appreciate this, being the single-ish guy that was there. So there was this... Right, exactly. Sort of single? Pseudo-single? But not exclusively. This is the agreement that we have, which was, and it was great when I talked to uh, podcasters about this. We were just like, basically, we're dating unless at some point in time we both declare that we want to go steady. And I think that's the way that should be. That should never be assumed, in my opinion, now that I'm dating. Is it for the like first in a card ever. game? You just flip this over is... the table and you're like, oh, I declare I know. in the ballroom yes. with the candlestick, <laughs> we are going steady. And yes. she goes, no. And then you and look like, around oh. waiting. And she's like, no, <laughs> no, we're not. And then that's it. Yeah. And then and it's all like, the okay, back, back, to, back to status she, quo. Right. She checks <laughs> the envelope. She, she looks at it. Are we going steady? Go. No, no, we are not. And that's when you pull, exactly. Then, then you pull out the otter sword right then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the, uh, the crying throwing. Um, I was sitting with right. this girl. It's very cute, very nice. We were actually hitting it off. She was, like, making Jim Croce references. It was fantastic. She was like, I love Jim Croce. I'm like, love Jim Croce? Oh, my God. She likes classic rock. But I'm not going to do what I used to do. I love you. You love Jim Croce. No. I'm taking a step back. She'd be like, that's cool. That's excellent. I'm glad you like that. I'm going to be very reasonable about my response. Uh, and then she said, so we hung out, she said, then, I love Jim Croce. It's like bad, bad no, Jimbo no, Brown. And you're like, no, 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 you're not yeah. a, no. <laughs> right. It's like Wasn't the girl. Croce like a Spanish archer? Exactly. Like, no, he was a folk singer. All right. So uh, we were hanging out. I had had, you know, I don't know, six glasses of wine. I was drinking a lot this weekend. Right. A lot. Okay. A lot, a lot. But I was still totally fine, and I was entertaining people. And also, the idea that, like, people who met me were like, they would tell each other, like, I'm a comedian. It's sort of just extra entertaining, I guess, for them to meet, like, comedians. I was going to be a fun person. A comedian, be so funny. people were asking Quick. me all kinds of questions. Exactly. Yeah, I get that all the time, which I hate. They're like, oh, do something funny. Do you have a little yeah. joker head? Do you yeah. have one of those, It's, it's those actually one of the spinny head. tops. Do you do balloon animals? Yeah. Right. I have oh, a spinny awesome. top cap. Hot. Yeah, it's, it's really funny. <laughs> and then I squirt a rose in their face, and then they laugh hysterically for an hour. And then you go, da 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 uh, da You never did that at our parties for us. So this girl across the table, after I'd been speaking to the one next to me, who we were sort of flirting, a friend of hers across the table were asking me questions about my career and how often I perform and the MEP report and all this stuff. And I was explaining, since she was far away, I was like gesticulating to describe things that I was saying. Okay. And at one point I gesticulated the girl's red wine right onto the table <laughs> that was sitting next to me. Uh-oh. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst thing ever. And it caught most of the table, but then, like, a couple drops got into her dress, and that was the seppuku moment. Where I was like, oh, God, no. No, I didn't. Oh, no. Oh, God. Uh, I have dishonored you. <laughs> <laughs> Except that he only had a butter knife. Because you can apologize 
until the end of time. But there's nothing that really commits to how badly you feel you do. about doing something than like stabbing yourself in the chest immediately after. I think that's what, I right. need that kind of emphasis is what I'm saying. That's true. You need to buy her a new dress. That would preserve the sincerity and she'd like you for seven seconds and then you'd be dead. Right. So that would be good. Uh, well, Russ, right. you missed an opportunity. Yeah, I, uh, the only thing to do there is to look at her and with one smooth motion go, Red, red, wine. And like, oh, he's a comedian. He's funny. He's joking about red, red, wine. Whoa. He's That's all you can do. That never occurred to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bad UB40 remake, which is a triple redundancy. That's true. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. a good point. That's you a good gotta point. like it. So what did she do? Did she like like run away and you know, say, I hate you and I'll never see you oh, again? Or God. what did she well, do? She ran to the bathroom to fix her thing, but bless her heart, she came back and she was still flirting with me. And I was like... Oh, you were so nice to do this, but I'm very sorry. I've already committed psychological seppuku, and I can no longer hit on you. What? I've given up on life. <laughs> I think this is something that exists. Okay? Uh, this is more psychological where I think the modern seppuku. translation of the samurai. It's mental seppuku. <laughs> it's at the point where you've shamed yourself, and you're like, you shut uh, up. And you're like, I can't, I'm uh, sorry, I can't hit on you anymore. I have shamed um, myself. It didn't matter that I was entertaining the table. It didn't matter that five minutes later, I got up and gave like a hilariously funny speech and cracked up 300 people and gained like crazy amounts of credence with these people. It doesn't matter, because mental seppuku, I couldn't bring myself to do it. I'm like, I have failed you. I am sorry. <laughs> That's all I had left. Are you telling me that this hot girl you didn't pursue because you felt that you had committed mental seppuku because two drops of wine I got on her dress? mental seppuku. But see, Greg, you're arguing with me, but I'm going to make the case that both of you guys do the exact same thing. If you like... Do the exact same thing like we've done it before? Yes, we've often committed seppuku. Yeah. It's one of those things that, you know, no, you Story do. and I commit seppuku all the time. Like my mental. We, exactly. We can I do it only once, Russ. That's the problem. <laughs> no, it's mental. I'm talking about mental seppuku. Oh, fine. You only kill your brain once. happens all the time. It's I've like... already said I'm a quitter, so if that's what you're saying, <laughs> exactly. if quitting something, if Except not committing you killed to do everything for the brochure. all times... You're just like, I don't want to party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, no more party committee. <laughs> I mean, bye, guys. I'll see you next week. I'll probably come to the party you plan. Bye. It's, it's more a severe thing where some embarrassing moment happens, and then from that point on, you're like, I'm never doing this again. That sort of thing. It's not a casual not every sure time I get you stop doing something. like that. I've been pretty embarrassed well, really in my life, but it wouldn't keep enough. me from hitting on people before I I'm met Clea. Sure I, I mean. Do. I don't feel a lot of shame in public. I feel shame about private things or things that I've done or things that I've done that involve one or two like people, being a you know. Yeah, felon. No, I don't feel anything. <laughs> about that. Um, I'm just but you know, like say the overlap discussion we were having a few shows ago. Of I course, feel a little that's shame a about example. that. You know, or th you know, things but where it I've done that. doesn't sound like people. you committed mental sepaku over but in it. Public, there's no like public event that I think I've ever felt shame over. I'm going to go out and commit to that until I can wow. be proven otherwise. Yeah. That's pretty good. In part because I don't give a crap what most people think. I give but a crap no, what a very select you know, few people think. I'm not ready to say this was shame. I don't feel like it was shame. I feel like I hold but myself to a very high honor. level of conduct. Honor no, is Yeah, honor shame. is shame. Honor is shame. On. They are the, Hang on. They are the yin and the yang. Good reference. I think there's a hair to split here which is that I hold myself to a very high level of conduct, and if I fail to meet that, it's not that I'm yeah. embarrassed or that I feel like don't look at me. It's just that 
I don't feel like I can interact with these people on the same level anymore because I'm just like, well, you know, I screwed Hang up. On, I'm and looking that's that all up you in get. my dictionary. Look, that's called right. shame. It is. And I mean, it might not be embarrassment. I'll give you that, it but it is definitely shame. shame. And yeah. it sounds definitely shame. But thing. this sounds exactly to me yeah. like the that, whole situation with the podcast just a couple weeks ago where she's like, Don't walk me to the door, walk me to the door, I break up with you. It's like drops a wine on your dress, you're the most you're the best girl in the world, but um that's it. I've got to leave because I spilled wine in your dress. And because I hold myself to the when I've drunk six glasses of wine, I still must not ever spill wine on anybody, which I could have done when I was sober <laughs> standard. I'm gonna make sure that I don't hit on you anymore. Even when I'm hilarious and crack up three hundred people, that doesn't matter. I mean WGF is all I gotta okay. say to that. I'm not gonna argue that mental seppuku is not like a severe form of behavior. Like it is. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> mental I'm not gonna argue that mental suicide <laughs> is not an extreme form of behavior. I'm glad. But look, <laughs> so you haven't lost your dictionary stop mind. I'm saying suicide. It's very specifically tailored. It's like how can you have tailored I am suicide? Cards. I suicide. go all in on two seven offsuit, and then I'm like, I should never play poker against this person uh, again. Story, help me out I, here. I drive myself crazy and I'm stupid. Can you have that tailored a suicide? Very specifically tailored mental seppuku. Can you have tailored suicide? Please help me out here. Can someone have? Can anybody have tailored death? Can you tailor a part of death? Sure. It's not <sighs> death. It's death of that string of behavior or thought. But the string of behavior thought was... That, to me, that is so different. I quit thoughts constantly. It's like you weed out anything. You weed out, you know, breakfast cereals. You weed out... I quit things like it's my job. There are people I know, Emily, my (laughs) wife, is one of them, and we've talked about this, who have a very hard time quitting anything, you know? And it doesn't matter how painful or difficult or awful it is. They just... You know, America is very focused and does a very good job on convincing most of its children to not be quitters, and that quitting is, like, worse than, you know, killing lots of Iraqis or anything else that you can do, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it's true, it's absolutely true, you ask the average American, 80% of them would tell you their country brought them up to think that quitting anything is worse than killing lots of Iraqis, absolutely true, uh, okay? I'd love to see that poll, so, you commit know, seppuku after quitting, I'd like to see that poll question, you quit tennis well, lessons, killing Iraqis, seppuku, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, so, but to me, like, exactly. change, change is the only constant, so, you know, uh, quitting things, giving up on things, this does not seem tantamount to suicide to me. This seems like, yeah, you know, what, you're going to keep your fingernails forever? You're going to keep your toenails? Like, come on. Of course wow. you change. There's an interesting analogy. <laughs> I'm committing like, toenail okay. seppuku every I time I quit. quit. I will grow Personal the grooming is actually I mean, Japanese suicide. Ah! <laughs> Guinness, Guinness is in sight. I will grow them forever. But here's the thing, uh, though. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's what you're saying. You're saying clipping your fingernails is fingernail seppuku. That's story. what I feel like this argument can, sounds like. Yeah, exactly. How can <laughs> stop flirting on a girl that's interested in you the same being the same as clipping your fingernails? No, really? not is one example. But then you're, like, going in and bringing it into all this other stuff exactly. and saying, you know, well, whenever you quit something or leave something, it's I seppuku. just don't think the extension okay. plays out. I no, think no. in your story, it holds true. But in general, it doesn't. I don't think it holds true to his story either. Because this is 
ridiculous. The first no. time I ever thought of it. I'm sorry. The first and time Ross I ever thought of the concept. No. Okay, right. So, <laughs> therefore, yeah, I, maybe I don't have any other good examples yet because this is the first time it occurred to me that this exists. And so I'm trying to figure out if it exists dude, or if it's just the one-time thing I, that I, I made I up. I so don't agree you know, on this particularly funny. because this so works against the major principle in my life, which is redemption. And if you commit seppuku, redemption is clearly not a possibility. Oh God, here we go. Like, how you could not... <laughs> this was your opportunity. When you got up and made everyone roar, you became the hero of every 80s, uh -huh. like, you know, every 80s teen movie and also, like, all good things on Earth, which was you got... You made good. You, you made a mistake. You got beaten down by the evil guy, but then you came back and you won. You knocked over the wine, but then you came the back and did it. The evil guy being drunk the, in this. Yeah, in this case. Well, no, but that's the thing. Like, what was the, what was the seppuku for, too? Like, samurais... It wasn't like samurais were walking into a village and they were like, can I... They order some food and somebody brings them the food and they realize they ordered the wrong dish and they're like, oh, I meant to order the other dish. Oh, seppuku. Like, if they made an honest mistake, that's not what the honor was about. If they ordered the hamburger and they were like ordering it from the, like, you know, kitchens of their liege lord, the, the other liege lord, like the rival liege lord, and then they realized, and they were doing it knowingly, that's seppuku. They, Sir. Could you please warm up this minestrone? It is a too cold. Oh, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like food seppuku. I mean, Japan, the samurais killed themselves off through seppuku oh as God. it was. This would just make it that much worse. It's just like, not sure. noodle soup. Oh, you know. <laughs> you just walk into a restaurant and there's like 57 corpses and one person quietly eating their meal, looking around scared, and they're like, "I'm sorry. Can I? Could, could I?" I get some help here, and that person like runs away screaming, and you're like, no one to eat. <laughs> just like every what order from a samurai is, is just water. I like water. This Please bring water. The Worcestershire sauce. Just bring water. <laughs> if we lived in a very honorable society, that would be what everything would be like. Great. And that would be what great. a great society. Good lord. I mean, as compared to a society that's like, ah, we start wars with impunity, we shit on everybody's environment, we don't care, more money for Thank us, you. let's buy goods Thank we don't you, need. Story. It's about a toss-up. This toss is what up. I'm saying. It's about a toss-up. It's really close. Oh now, it's if really we can get great. rid of the ridiculous extreme, and we just look at it within the context of my mental relationship with a person, a woman that I've just met, I want to live... <laughs> With your thing. But, like, I feel like <laughs> what is going when I'm flirting on? with this girl, I have to live up to a certain standard to feel like I should be hitting on her and that there should be certain expectations. And if I fail to meet those expectations, flirting guy is gone. Flirting guy will commit seppuku. And I think that that's an honorable way to act. I even think if I've it's discovered a little the actual problem. I think the actual problem is your approach to hitting on women. <laughs> 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 or anything else. Maybe Are you like saying the seven samurai in a restaurant is a bad way to deal with women? Come on. That'll work. It certainly God. would reduce the available I, I really pool of men. I mean, that's isolated really the issue. Yeah. You yeah, went from American Civil War era behavior to Japanese. <laughs> I know it's true. Behavior. You really need to start picking some less <laughs> violent, the globe. you know, some some less violent, you know, periods in <laughs> history. You know, how about like I'm trying I'm trying to think of a time that where there was more or less Gandhi's relative India. peace. There you go. Clearly, there you go. You have to do Gandhi's India. There you go. Yeah. I think I would rather commit seppuku than starve myself. Thank you very much. No, just around women you starve yourself. Come on, women have been doing that around men for centuries. Oh, you can no. do it. It'll be great. No, no. It'll be great.
question. Uh, I, I think they should. Uh, Jesus. Have I gone too far? Is the bulimia yeah. seppuku line too much? Is that too much? Yeah, because right. it's much better than the way you interact with women's story, is that you tell each and every one of them that in a non-gender bias society, they would all be felons. You are all felons! It's 51% of you! Criminals! Yes. And that's... Throw them in jail. And to be fair, that's the only reason they can have a law like that on the books. Because in the second that they mandated that women sign up to go kill Iraqis, they, it would all be over. It would all be true. over. It would, this is second, true. In the second, everybody would be like, not my daughter! Daughters are supposed to pick flowers and wash dishes. What are you doing? <laughs> like, you know. And that's... I mean, that's what they'd say. It's ridiculous, you know. Or uh. they're supposed to have jobs, but not really do anything that men do, you know? I mean, what is this? It's ridiculous. Because we recognize that killing is actually wrong, because we forbid half the population from doing it, and we just don't want to admit it to ourselves, because we believe in testosterone or something. There's yeah. no acceptable part of this interaction with women where it's like, I have to live up to a certain level of conduct or I don't deserve you. Can't that be? I think that can be valid. Oh, no, that's fine. For example, if you're married and you cheat on someone, you should stop interacting with them. Or, well, you know, this is a little more subtle, trial. to be fair. That's, this is not adultery. That's an example. <laughs> but I'm Slightly saying, like, that would be... Standard. Certainly there are examples of the principle. For example, adultery. So, you okay. know, I, I see where you're going with it. I don't think it's unreasonable. But I think, like, to have a high standard of hitting on someone or flirting, like, it's such a seedy thing anyway, to have a high standard of. It's like... You know, I, I don't know. You're going to have, you know, the best one-star restaurant ever. And you have to live up. You have, have to have a certain number of rats on every plate and a certain number of, you know, seedy-looking waiters who don't do anything. And How is it seedy to like, flirt? How do you have do, a do, principle of this? What is wrong with I mean, flirting? Hitting on, I don't know. Having it codified, it just seems a little seedy. I mean, maybe it's not seedy. It's not overly so seedy. The practice but it's not like an honor thing. Okay. It's not an honorable I'm to understand thing. What it's not your something that are. plays into the honor code. To me, just and this is just gut reaction. Like I'm not necessarily defending anything I'm saying. I'm just speaking to fill time or something. Well, that's what we do. That's fine. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so you know, like yeah, I'm not saying I absolutely commit to this, but basically, Perfect. hitting on people seems like it's something that's sort of borderline <laughs> enough that it doesn't have an honor code govern it. I mean, it used to, right. back in misogynist chivalry days, I suppose. But, you so, know, that's when people slept anyway. in beds with boards. They did. And they carried katanas, they if they were cool. Um, so speaking of more subtle forms of adultery, this brought me back to the thought of, okay, yes, I'm dating somebody, right? But we haven't made any mention that either of us are exclusive. And, in fact, we've you know, explicitly said we're not exclusive until we say we are. But even so... I still felt a little guilty, because this is the way that I am, about even, like, flirting with this girl, which may very well have contributed to the mental seppuku. Probably did. But this was the great thing. I got home, and I, uh, I, I am the podcastress who knew that I was going to a wedding. And so first she right. started to ask me a bunch of questions about how many strippers were there. And I was like, there were no strippers. We had a very tame bachelor party, you know. We went to, to a steakhouse. We played poker. I drank 17 beers, but there were no strippers, so that was fine. So she was like, oh, oh okay. And I'm like, well, what did you do this weekend? She's like, I went to a strip club. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's awesome. That's and tremendous. But she was serious. She and her friends went to right. a, no, a, a woman, a male strip club. And uh, I was like, 
Did you? I, I felt like she sort of hedged her bet, like she wanted it to be even, because she assumed I was going to be getting strippers. So she's like, I'm I think so, yeah. Strippers too. Screw that. So now I, all of a sudden I have this like great edge that she didn't expect. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. And I think that parable that parable proves exactly how uncommitted to each other you are. It shows exactly how you're not thinking in terms of evenness or evening out or as a relationship at all. You're just, yeah. Oh. Well, <laughs> it's part of my Bushido code of dating, which is that I hold right. myself to a higher standard than is reasonable at all times, yeah. which leads to me being an insane person. Oh, don't get me wrong. I mean, I think dating uh, non-exclusively is bizarre and weird and, you know, I don't know. That's weird. So I, I would be perplexed in your situation mm -hmm. also. Don't, don't get and, me wrong. Uh, Oh, this this is the one last thing I want to touch on. If Greg is still alive, I mean, he might have committed seppuku like 25 minutes ago. I, <laughs> I think he did. I can't vouch. I think I heard Greg the is dead. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry, I'm back. Hopefully they cut it. I made it back. Off. What? Is <laughs> <that>? <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I was waiting for I was just like, uh, okay, maybe you guys aren't in the same camp with me on the mental seppuku. I thought I was going to get more support there, but that's okay. But this, I know I'm going to get support. Right. There's no way you guys are going to argue with me about okay. this. The whole thing about strippers, which is, you know, the podcast just apparently likes this. She, like, enjoys, and, you know, strip clubs for women are different, as she tells me, that they just, like, it's like a party, and they're all just hanging out, and, you know, some of the people they happen to be mingling with are, like, naked, naked. stripper right, men, sure. and that's just, you know, right. <laughs> it's like a party with, <laughs> right, okay. okay, and this is enjoyable for them, I guess. I don't get, I don't understand strippers. I don't understand. Not, not why they do what they do. Amen. You don't understand why people I like them? They do it to make or you money. don't understand them? Right. Can I get an amen? I don't understand why people like amen. strippers. Here's my argument, and I'm sure you guys Preach are on board with this. Dear God. <laughs> I am. Is that dog down, Damien. Strippers are like Disneyland. You have to be pretending <laughs> oh, wait from a minute. minute one. Because, look, you know they don't like it's a small like world you. after all, a whole new meaning. At point in time... Are you going to believe that they actually like you or are attracted to you at all? You know they're doing their job. So you have to have this total, what is it called? The uh, suspension of disbelief. Right. Which is what you have to have. Right. You know? <laughs> and you have to have that to have a strip club work. Oh, and say. I don't get it. Because wouldn't you rather have someone actually like you and do those things? And doesn't it lose meaning when they don't like oh. you and aren't attracted to you I mean, at all? I've always, said that, you pay I've always said that, like, in terms of, first of all, the, the reason that I don't... This is the way I sort of always looked at... Even before I was married, I was had no interest whatsoever in strip clubs because I was always just like, I'm not a voyeur, so I'm really not interested in watching someone be naked. And I'll just, you know, really, I'll just leave it at that. But when I married Clea, everyone was just like, oh, well, why not? Are you going to do a strip thing for the bachelor party? I'm like, yes. So I'm marrying the person that I think is the most beautiful person in the world. So clearly what I want to do in my bachelor party is spend the whole time stuffing dollar bills down the pants of the runner-up. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want to do. Let's let's give the money to the runner-up. <laughs> like, seriously, hey, like... That would be pretty good, <laughs> Rick. If the stripper that you got was the runner-up in the whole world, you would have to give her some props. <laughs> <for this>. Exactly. <laughs> like, wow! Somehow you were the second most beautiful woman on the I, planet. I, That's amazing. But no, I, it's true. I, I totally... Clea living. has said that she's gone... Clea has gone to a couple for bachelorette parties, has gone to a couple of these strip clubs and has always kind of had this sort of she just the whole thing is this this unreality because Clea is very much about honesty she doesn't like fake stuff and she's, she's always just like she can't take it seriously like it's just like there's just nothing to it you know it's like it's not it's not sexually interesting there's nothing interesting about it in any kind of adult or non-adult way when you know that they're just faking the whole business so what's the whole point again it's just like the whole thing is just yeah it's a, it's a whole it's a sham it's a it's a show you know it's a game and i mean 
I can even understand like prostitutes more than strippers because if you're in it for like physical gratification, yeah, to that. then you get it with prostitutes. Let's ask but, the like, felon about this. With, Story, with do you strippers, think prostitution is a good with strippers, thing? strippers, <laughs> you get physically frustrated and there's no commitment. Like, you get nothing. You get nothing That's out true. of it. You get to spend two hundred dollars for exactly. nothing. Exactly, I, I agree. It. I totally agree. I mean, usually, of course, I'm the lone voice on the hill saying what you guys are saying. So it's nice that it's nice that you guys are on my side in this. And this is probably like the only discussion of three males that you could possibly construct. I know, where, exactly. like, I guarantee, if, you know, Andy were on the oh, show, but no, be like you don't. But I have a no. But I have but, something about that because yeah. I was talking to Andy about no? this. Andy went to a wedding last uh, two weeks ago oh, really? in Vegas, where he went to a strip club. Okay, and he was not really into it. And this one person was yeah. coming over, and he told the story about how she wanted, you know, she's like, oh, I, you know, I should dance, and he's like, no, I don't really want to do that. I just want to talk to you. Right. And you can imagine, the long-time listeners of the show will know that this fits Andy, right? Andy was like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want you to do that. And she's like, well, why? And he's just like, oh, I'd right. rather just talk. So by the end of the night, of course, she was so unbelievably interested in him because he was proving that he had no interest whatsoever oh, in having her dance <laughs> that she was just uh-huh. like, we should. Just here's my number. We should go out, you know, because I'm a student at Blah oh, College and da 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 da. That's typical Andy. That's what he does at a strip club. My joke was going to be that Andy actually gets too many private strip club shows anyway, just in incidental things. He always has a story like that of, like, this woman who I don't really like, and the less I was interested, the more she was like, let me take off another piece of clothing and hit on you some more. Like, Andy is... Yeah, it happens stories. all the time. His whole life that I've known him. These are the Andy stories. His whole life. Women just so, drop their clothes know, in front of, course, of him. It's amazing. <laughs> right. So, you know, of course it would be uninteresting to him because he's like, what, other people have to watch? There are other people here? You don't, not just for <laughs> me? You think in those, what, what in those instances Andy's just committing mental sepulchre? <laughs> he's like, don't take uh, off your top. Oh, 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 Andy's, oh, life. <laughs> Andy's life is a VIP room. That's really, that's really <laughs> that's nice. That's Andy's so life equals VIP really room. Amazing. You guys saw the movie no, Showgirls, right? Go ahead. Showgirls, which is a disgusting, terrible Uh No. Strangely, as people who don't like strippers, yeah, I know. he did not. <laughs> I did not know Showgirls. that when I first In saw this movie move. years ago, I had no idea. I just knew that Elizabeth Berkeley was hot. And the movie confirmed that Elizabeth Berkeley is hot, but yeah. I have no interest in Showgirls strippers. Showgirls is probably uh, about a dog show. Yeah. Or perhaps... Well, no, I mean, uh, I thought... The state of international relations in Yugoslavia. I thought that Elizabeth Why Berkeley was Showgirls hot. Be about and I didn't... I thought it was going to be about something other than just stripping, and Elizabeth Berkeley is still hot, but that's not the point. It was confirmed that I have no interest in strippers, but it also confirmed she, that Elizabeth Greg, Berkeley is hot. You're, you're, you're not for strippers right now. You're doing it yeah, right now. Exactly. No, because like, this confirmed it. Watch oh, no, this think. confirmed it. That, That's the point. That means you like this strippers. This confirmed it because I left that movie thinking to myself, boy, I really <laughs> I wish I, you, I really wish that Elizabeth Berkeley was married to I'm, me because this is before I met Clear or anything else. I left the movie thinking sorry, that was Greg, really but dis- the Socratic method has rendered you lost. You like strippers? No, I, I totally. I have no interest in the stripping thing. I don't know what story is doing, but he agrees. With I, me. I all those for Greg mandated sepulchre. I, I I don't think you can mandate Sepako. All right, Sorry. Greg. We're mailing your sword. <laughs> Here it's coming. It's we'll true. send it over to you on an email. I've already committed we'll, Sepako once on the show, so I don't think I can do it twice. No, the point was that after I was done with this really movie, like, you have after no I was done with this movie, Elizabeth suicide. Berkeley, I wanted, no, I, I was like, agree. I should go find Elizabeth Berkeley and marry her, not I'd like to go find her since strip. That was the disappointment. This confirmed it in the movie for me, how much I didn't like it. Uh, That's the know. point. Even now, you're beginning to convince me that maybe there's a point to strippers. <laughs> because Elizabeth <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Oh. And by the end of this cast, I will be the lone voice of maildom standing on the hill, 
saying, no, I still don't like strippers. No. I still don't. I mean, isn't it like, it's like making out with a zombie. It's just the empty eyes. It's like, they're not into it. They have no brain. They've eaten their brain. Why would you want to do this when you can find a perfectly viable human being? I don't get it. And then you could leave them because oh, you spilled wine on them. There. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, it would all change. Because Russ will now spill wine in all situations. He wants to make everything look like seppuku. Exactly. That's where this all came from. It's just the red wine looked like she had committed seppuku. Why did you spill wine on me deliberately? Like, well, seppuku, yeah. And then we'll be together forever. Exactly. <laughs> it is the blood of Jesus. Here we go. Seppuku. Sorry. The blood of Jesus. <laughs> because samurais were all up in Jesus' grill when they were committing seppuku. That was real big when in the I Japanese samurai that's, era. Now, that's a reason to commit uh, seppuku. You have spilled the blood of Jesus. I have dishonored oh my myself and my faith. Seppuku. Oh, boy. I don't even know. It's not my yeah. faith. Though, so it's that's okay. right. Great. Well, um, believe it or not, right, think, gentlemen, uh, we have come we to the end of an hour. And because we've all each committed seppuku at least once during this show, I don't think there's really much left to be done. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. Please keep oh, listening. Man. Please write to us, call us, do all those things you know how to do, and you'll hear about it at the end of this show as well. And um, please don't commit seppuku because it's, it's kind of permanent, uh, and we don't like that. So it's, it's true. And if you do, by all means, leave your MapReport subscription yeah, on just do that. before you do it. Don't unsubscribe. <laughs> and then do it because that doesn't help us we would really appreciate that, that. Point. Well say goodbye everybody <laughs> then we can beam the new episodes up to your soul it'll be good I ordered the Manhattan the clam chowder not in New England <laughs> no <laughs> the proceeding was a presentation of the MEP report hosted at www.mepreport.com all rights reserved in no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds, or reassemble Voltron, or at least not the stupid ones of ours. Please support the MEP Report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for MEP link on the MEP Report homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. Email us at Greg, Russ, Story, or Andy at MEPReport.com, and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu plants. It's immoral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit gross. Just another day away.